0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Wow, look at you guys. I see a few free people here. Free people? Free indeed. The Son of God has come to set us free. We are free indeed. Free indeed. I feel like I love what... been spoken here about there being a healing if you weren't able to make it down the front or if you didn't get to make it down the front and you want healing, just raise your hand I'm just going to pray for you outstanding, outstanding Father let's be the body alright let's pray for each other thank you Father God who heals I love that God, I love you didn't leave that out You made a part of sending your son on the cross that by his stripes we are healed. You made this a big part of your declaration over us and over yourself that you are the God who heals us. So we are declaring your healing over bodies now, over minds, over hearts, over families, over relationships, over marriages over over every issue of our body diabetes through to through to back problems through to kidney problems through to heart failure through to through to aneurysms in the mind in the name of Jesus we are declaring healing right now right now healing of eyes healing of hips healing of he- knees and ankles healing of arthritis healing freedom in jesus name jesus name in jesus name oh god you're you're worthy of everything everything we could ever give to you all our all the glory goes to you god we magnify you we adore you god we're so ready to receive from you today Uh, i know that seems weird to ask after we have been asking but we want to hear from you god We want more from you today. And I say that because I know you've got more to give. So speak to us, God. Speak to us. Holy Spirit, do that awesome thing you do where you speak to each person on our level. You speak exactly what we need right now. Amen. Amen. Grab your seats. All right. Oh man. I messed up. Oh. So um last week was was an amazing uh service. If you haven't heard the podcast, jump online and listen to it. What my brother bought as well as Daniel yeah. is even here. You can usually see that guy. He's Oh, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you're just a you're a farmer. That's what you are. Um, he's a buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Just so funny in my head. Um, it, it is. It has. Something has been changed in my time with God. Um, in spending time with Him this week. Um, anyone else after you heard that last week? Is it like, like something was just just sprinkled over? It's just a bit of good, you know, salt and flavour. It's just. I don't know how to bring that into words, but I just wanted to thank God for, for what he's doing in our lives. Um, pastor Kylie spoke also about um, being made new with our... Uh, our he Just listen to the podcast. Okay, I've got to collect my thoughts. I want to read from Psalm 40. Um, let's listen to uh, the words from a, a naked worshipper, as my pastor would put it. Yeah. You know, he's talking about in spirit and in truth. We worship God in spirit and in truth and that being naked there's nothing between us and him. There's a there's no no pretense, no fakeness, no no like I have to be a certain way or or even I have to act a certain way. It's, you can tell from the life of David as you read through the Bible and read through Psalms and and you, you see um you see why When Samuel was called to anoint David, it said that I'm uh, a man after my own heart. I've called a man after my own heart. And you can see this about David. So this is one of David's Psalms. And uh, I'm pretty sure Pastor Kylie spoke on this one before. Um, I tried to find it. No, I couldn't. So it doesn't really matter because you wouldn't have thought anything about it anyway. Now you are. And I'm just pointing up a failing. So yeah, that's fine. Of me. Not Okay, thanks, John. Uh, So Psalm 40 Psalm 40, Psalm 40 Uh, starts off uh, with David saying, I waited patiently. Um, I should really have the verse in front of me, shouldn't I? (laughs) To be ready for it. Just the whole thing. Starting from the start. Verse 1 would be a good place to start, wouldn't it? Am I connected to the right network, please? 40. We'll just wait a moment while our pastor catches up with the rest of us. Actually, did anyone else get that? It was forty four zero? It'll be on the screen if if it's a problem. For some reason, now I can't connect to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Callum has just given me his internet. The church's internet. He's he's released it to me. That's just that's the body at work right there, isn't it? Yeah, like you need it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give to each as he has need, I like it, um, all right, so I'm going to read from the amplified because I love the way it bring, it amplifies, well done Jess, that was excellent, where, where is he, where's my, bro- my son, he's somewhere, um, I love it, synonyms, great, I'm glad he didn't use the thesaurus that I had, I bought a thesaurus the other day, it was so terrible, it was terrible, Come on, that's a good one, isn't it? Terrible, because it's, yeah, it doesn't matter. If I have to explain it. Thanks, thanks. We've got some over here. There's some people over there got it as well. Excellent. I waited patiently and expectantly for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cries. These first two lines are amazing because uh, I waited patiently and expectantly. There's two words there that are repeated I waited and waited. So he's waiting, waiting. In English, it just seems weird to say waiting, waiting twice, well, once, twice. Uh, But in in the Hebrew, it's 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 a deepening of of the waiting, Um, uh, patiently and expectantly for the Lord. Something. This is again what was brought up in last week about about waiting on God, and and um, it's just been exploding in my head so I'm trying to bring the thoughts under control Um, under control that's why I wanted to bring a joke in I've got more but they're all bad they're all bad yeah it gets worse from there like like my friend said to me the other day do you know what do you know what rhymes with orange actually I've killed it forget it (laughs) it's meant to be what rhymes with orange and I said no it doesn't yeah, thank you. <sighs> I'm going to move along now. Okay, so wait it patiently. Kavar kavar is the word. It's it's twice. It talks about to wait, to look, linger, lie in wait, to look eagerly, yes. expectantly, to gather, to collect, um, to bind together. It's almost like there's a growing of, of things, binding together and growing together. I love that because I've seen that in my life where I'm spending time with God and just what you said last week Daniel about um he he was seeking God just spending time with God praying for no other reason but to get to know God um and and I've been doing that this week because like I'm preparing a message but I'm like God I don't want to just because I've done that lots when you prepare a message, you're trying to like suck everything out of anything to, to like to chuck into this message. What do I need to put in here, God? But I was just spending time with him with no other reason but to spend spend time with him. Now, now David's waiting patiently on God, but it's also just, just to wait on him. Just, just God, just be with you. I want to be with you. And, I'll, and, and I'm not going to bring any pretense into here, or maybe I am, but whatever happens, happens, God. I, I want to be with you. And, and spend time with you and, and hear from you and I want to tell you how much I love you and I want to hear how much you love me yeah, that's right. so this waiting and entwining um, and 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 building and growing together because sometimes it takes time as well doesn't it We 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 set up I know in habits in my life you start something yeah I want to do it and then it gets difficult and or it gets boring, and you have to keep pushing through with it. It's almost this growing and entwining. It's like, and then I know that's we shouldn't say that about spending time with God, but this this whole there's a a growing, yeah. and there's a building in this. So Psalm 40 has a great pattern that worked through it that I I want to work through. Um, but the first part is David waiting patiently on God. Every, everything else is. Certainly, so everything else, but there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens after that where God is responding to him. So he says, "I waited patiently for the Lord." Anyone know what it says next? He inclined to me, and he heard my cry. Inclining means a changing of posture. Um, it's a changing of direction and a changing and movement as well. So it's not just leaning his head to me, like yeah, what was that? It's actually. He changes his face to point to me, and moves towards me. And and that is. That's what happens when we, when we wait patiently on God. He leans, moves towards us. He looks towards us, and he moves towards us. What? A, by the way, that's the Maker of the universe. Um, uh, you know, the one who holds everything in check. It's not, it's not the laws of physics that holds the universe in check. It is God who holds the universe in check. And um, it's quite funny how we talk about like this quantum thing that we are looking at and we're like, oh, all the physics are different down there and it's different to the, I don't know what's down there, in there, whatever you want to call it. Like this, mo- this world where it's different to there, it's still all being held together by God. So it's like, oh, it's different. what's well, not? It's still God's universe. This is still all God's universe. You can look in as far as you want to go, and you'll still see God's universe. You can go out as far as you want to go, and you'll still see God's universe. So this is the God who inclines his head, his face and his body, his posture towards us, and he moves towards us. And he heard my cry, "God hears us. He hears me, He hears you. By the way, this is the God of the universe hears your cry God I need healing God I need peace God I just need to get through today he hears our cry this is not the idea of of what we would put the ruler of a universe being aware and concerned about the itty bitties and the nitty gritties of those itty bitties right you've got a universe to run and you are concerned about me, who, who I couldn't even see if you put the universe on a map, you wouldn't see me. So that's not the way we, we look at the, uh, at the ruler of a universe, but that is exactly how it is. That is God aware of me, seeing me, you, hearing you. And it would be hard if everyone talked at once right now in this room, let alone 7.8 billion people speaking at once. Let alone the universe running as well, and all the animals and uh, anyway. So, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. He hears us, and he said he brought me up out of a terrible, a horrible pit of of tumult, of tumult and destruction. Sorry, not tumult. Tumult's a great place, Uncle Bruce. It is uh, of tumult and destruction, and out of the miry clay, he saves me. He saves me. So I I waited, and I cried out. He hears me, and He saves me. And He set my foot upon my feet upon a rock, steadying my footsteps and establishing my path. He sets me, and He steadies me. He He sets me on a rock. I was in in a slimy hole, and He's now set my feet on something solid and grippy, something able to build on and to live on, something to grow on and to grow into, right? He set my feet. He steadied my path. I, I love how he steadies my path. I'm worried. I'm shaky. He steadies my path. Yeah. This, the words we've seen before, how mountains be made low, valleys be made high, that means it's level, it's straight. It's a straight path. He put a new song in my mouth. A song of praise to our God. So he places something in me. I wait on the Lord. He hears me. He saves me. He sets me. He steadies me. And he places something inside of me. He places a new song in my mouth. A song of praise to my God. When you spend time with him, when you wait and wait on him, when you... I'm probably saying it wrong, but anyway, I'm going to keep going. What is he going to place in you? What is he going to what song is he going to put in your mouth? And when are you going to sing it? And where are you going to sing it? When is he called for that to be sung? And when does he want you? Where does he want you to sing it? Where does he intend to, it to be sung? Many will see and fear with great reverence. They'll pay attention to it. There's holy reverence there, fear not being scared, fear being reverence. And all will trust, will trust confidently in the Lord. Everyone will be bold and secure, confident, and can be careless in Jehovah. I like that, be confident in the Lord, be careless in God. Don't have to be run by my cares, but be focused on Him. I wait patiently on the Lord and He gives me these things. Blessed, fortunate, prosperous and favoured by God is the man who makes the Lord his trust and does not regard the proud nor those who lapse into lies. (laughs) I like the way it puts that there. Many, O Lord, are the wondrous works that you have done and your thoughts towards us. We could just sit here and read these scriptures and contemplate and spend time, just wait and wait on God. But there is none to compare with you. I love that statement. In some some version, it says he's beyond compare, beyond comparison. Does that mean that he doesn't live in a, that he lives in a realm where there is no comparison? No, it just means that he's so far beyond anything else we could experience here, anything else we can put a scale upon and say this big. He is beyond it, just just beyond it, just way beyond it, too deep for it, too wide for it, too high for it, too long for it, too far gone for it, beyond compare. These are all the things that David has gotten from waiting and waiting on God. How good is that? When we wait and wait, I want to I bring up the cool parts of waiting and waiting on God. Um, I want to remind myself of the great things about waiting and waiting on God. Just like I remind myself of the great things of a cold shower when I have it. Come on, there's a good reason. There's benefit in having a cold shower. It's going to be good for me. But it doesn't... Mean I mean, sometimes I actually look forward to it. Sometimes I don't. But I've got to look for those good things because I know they're coming. I know they're coming. In here, da- David is, is I, will, I will wait and I will wait on the Lord. And probably I will wait and wait and I'll wait and wait and wait and wait, 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 while I'm waiting on the wait for the wait to wait. And I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Tarry is what Pastor Kai mentioned a while ago. That was the word I was trying to think. Tarry on God. Tarry. Just, just hold, just hold, wait, wait, wait. I'm not gonna go until, until I'm ready. Ooh, and then he hears me, he saves me, sets me, places me. Because he's beyond compare. There's a tissue. I always need tissues. Jotham ran up to me when I was up the front and gave me a big bunch of tissues. Because he knows me. My son knows me. Beyond compare, if I were to declare and speak your wonders, there would be too many to count. So, sacrifices and meal offerings you do not desire, nor do you delight in them. You have opened my ears and given me the capacity to hear and obey your word. Goodness me. burnt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. That's a weird statement to make when, when the law does require that, but it mirrors a conversation that Jesus has with Nicodemus in Mark 12, um, in verse, oh, it's like 30 something to 34. Um, you know, what is the greatest commandment? Nicodemus asks Jesus. Jesus says to, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, all your strength, everything, and then to love your neighbour as yourself. And and Nicodemus says, it's good that you have said that because it is we put God first. And out of that, we love everyone else. And he, doesn't, he wants that, not even all the sacrifices and, and offerings. It's, it's amazing that, that it, this is the law requirement, but God's heart is actually for us to spend, to be with him. God's, God's desire is for us to spend this time with him. So, if I were to declare your wonders, there would be too many to count. Then David starts saying a different, goes on a different path. In this. He said, then I said, behold, I come to the throne. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O God. Your law is within my heart. I have proclaimed good news of righteousness and joy that comes from obedience to you in the great assembly. So he places me in the great assembly. After he's placed something in me, he places me somewhere to speak that thing or to sing that. Behold, I do not restrain my lips from proclaiming your righteousness, as you know, O Lord. I have not concealed your righteousness within my heart. I have proclaimed your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. This, this is remarkable. I waited patiently on the Lord and he pulled me out of the pit. And then A few steps later, I'm in the great assembly. I'm out in the world. I mean, obviously, David is king, so there will be lots of people listening to him, especially when he wants to speak. But we are all placed somewhere. I have not concealed your righteousness within my heart. I will not restrain my lips from proclaiming your righteousness. I... Last, was it last Saturday night that we did the worship night here? Um, Jamie was talking about, like, Jamie was asked to pray for evangelism. Um, and i got to admit, evangelism has always been a, a scary topic in my brain. Whenever it gets mentioned, I'm like, uh, Well, okay, so I, I should explain that. Like, um, I'm self-conscious. I'm, I'm self-aware of my own inadequacies. And how, how do I speak like that? Immediately, I've got comparisons going on in my brain about how other people evangelize, and I should evangelize like other people should evangelize. Do evangelize, and and I'm not standing on the corner just speaking words of wisdom to people and and you know doing amazing things. I, I don't know if I can do that. Anyone else think that? Okay, it's not just me. Good. But the whole time that Jamie was talking and he started, he prayed for all the young people. It was it's just an amazing time. But the whole time he's speaking I'm, I'm just thinking just this words jumping around my head of organic like just natural Adrian why why are you making this so difficult <laughs> difficult difficult why is this word so difficult to you and a phrase jumped out at me and I, I, I want to say it and I'm going to say it because I'm here saying things we are we are entering a time of increased Organic, spirit-led evangelism. We are entering a time, and we're already in a time, of increasing organic, spirit-led evangelism. So whatever thought or, or framework or idea that you have in your head of the way evangelism should be, just put it aside. Yeah. Take, let it go for a second and just listen to what is happening here in psalm 40 i waited on god i even cried out to him he answered me he healed me he restored me he put something inside of me while i was there waiting on him he placed a song in my heart he placed a, a praise to him he placed something inside of me there now david is is in the world and it's coming out of him yeah that rivers of living water is coming out. If you want to be in the organic spirit-led evangelism mode, just spend time with God. Just wait on him. Does that sound difficult? Yeah, it might be a bit difficult. It might be hard processing it. Yes, it's easy, but it's also pattern and habit and that's fine, but but that's that's little. That's little compared to So you either do it in God's strength and in God's way of doing it, the organic spirit-led way of doing it, or you do it your way where it's all you and it all rises and falls on what you do and what you say. Now that's the scary part in my opinion. That's freak out time like cuz like that's like bad dream you're running around at school and you don't have any pants on. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a bad dream. That that's bad. I, I want I want to be I want organic spirit-led evangelism, I want what God has placed in my heart. I want that that song that is put in my heart, sung at the right time and in the right place. Come on, we are here, this is it. There's evangelists, no doubt, but we all have a song to sing. And it's all got the right place and the right time to sing it. That's where the spirit-led comes in. And the organic, it's just that... Growing together, I waited on the Lord, just a natural, organic, God won't be mocked. There's a, there's a sowing and a, and a reaping. There is a seed time and a harvest. Let's stick on that path, okay? Let's, let's sow and then reap. Let's let him put something inside of us so that it can come out. Because I don't want it to rise and fall on me. Oh man, oh man, that's just, this is good. This is good. Spirit-led evangelism. Who wants some of that? Yes. Who wants to be just doing your thing every day and you're with someone or doing something and a thought jumps into your head and you do it and it's giving glory to God? And some, then all of a sudden you see this person go, what? And, and they have this moment where God is, is touching their life just through you doing something organic, natural, conversation, spirit-led. So um, Peter and John in Acts 3 had a moment of this. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple, Acts 3, 1 to 5. Going up to the temple, and it a time for prayer. It was 3 in the afternoon, so it was the afternoon thing. Who knows, between 3 and 4 o'clock is always a hazy time for, for when you're working. Mm. Falling asleep. Um But now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple, to the temple gate called Beautiful, and he was put there every day to beg. When he saw Peter and John enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Spirit led, organic, on the way, spirit led. Look at us, they said. So the man gave him their full attention. You probably know this story silver and gold, I don't have any. But what I do have, I'm going to give to you, because God's put a song in my heart, and I'm going to sing it to you. Get up and walk. Immediately the guy gets up and dancing and jumping. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. So this is in the this is this is the new church. This is the church. This is this is for you and me. This is this is our everyday just just normal. God, we want this. God. I want the organic spirit-led. Jesus did it too. He did it with Nicodemus. He was talking with him. Um, and at the end of that statement, when Nicodemus said, "Yeah, that's good," it says uh, in verse thirty-four that Jesus, um, I don't know if I had it. Jesus saw that he'd answered wisely. He said, "You are near the kingdom of God." And then no one asked him any more questions. But I love that statement: "You are near the kingdom of God." It's it's about identifying. Moments. Identifying the moment. That's not difficult when you're spirit-led. It's, it's, again, difficult for you and I. If everything rises and falls on me, I'm going to mess it up. But if I'm spirit-led, I can easily identify the moment. Peter and John did it. Jesus is showing it here. You're near the kingdom of heaven. I can see it. I can identify that. He said it when he healed the blind man. I didn't write the scripture verse in here. Did I give it to you, Jotham? The Regan? Jotham? <laughs> wow, that would be a whole different situation if Jotham was over there. <laughs> Minecraft would be on the screen. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Jesus, while he was passing by, noticed a man who had been blind from birth. In my head, This is the Pharisees and the Sadducees asking Jesus this, but it's actually his disciples. For some reason I had it. Yeah, of course, the Pharisees asked him, oh, Rabbi, who who sinned, this man or his parents? But it's his disciples. Ah, there's hope for me. Yeah, that's good. Um, Who sinned that this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Jesus, neither. Neither this man nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed and illustrated in him. This is for the glory of God. Jesus is identifying a moment. He's identifying a moment in this guy. And then he he spits on him in <laughs> dirt, rubs it in his face. The guy's healed, washes, he can see. Identifying moments. I, I just I just love. There's this examples of this all the way through scripture. But there's examples for you. You're going to be that example to other people. You and I are going to be Jesus to people. What Jesus did, you and I are going to do. In fact, it says greater, whatever that means. I want to be spirit-led. Do you? Do you want to be organic in the way we walk around this planet? Where we go? I want to be spirit-led. Let's spend time with God. Waiting patiently, I think, is something we learn. We kind of have to grow it in us. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, yes. But I don't think that's what it's talking about here in Psalm 40. I think it's it's a real waiting. And it may take time. But time is just the force that brings transformation in our lives. Does it matter if the clock's ticking? No. What matters is Him. Because everyone around us needs Him. What if we all did this? We see that in the the early church. The whole regions were changed. God's word spread like fire. Probably like we could only ever see with social media today. God's word spread. The gospel of Jesus, the good news of God, spread all throughout the world. The world, like the known world at the time. Just crazy. That's where we are right now. And we don't even have to try that hard. It's just spending time with Jesus, spending time with him, receiving that word. Can I just read those points out to you again? He hears me. He saves me. He sets me and he steadies me. He places me, sorry, he places in me his song. And then he places me where I need to sing it. I think this is great. And I feel like there is just, um, if you want to respond to this, if you want to say, yes, that's me, if you want to respond to what the Holy Spirit is calling in your heart now, let's do that. You can stand. Let's spend some time with him for a moment. Just wait on him. Just wait on him. God, I want to. You may say, "Yeah, it's, that's good," but I'm I'm not even out of the I'm not even out of the pit yet. That's okay. God sees you and He hears you. He knows exactly where you are. And joy comes in the morning. This too will pass. You will see the goodness of God. Because He is faithful and true. He will set you on a solid rock. And He will steady your path. God, we want your song. Would you pour your song into us? Would you give us a new song to sing? A new song. Holy Spirit, we'll wait here on you. It's okay if we spend five minutes doing this. Let's just wait. Let him put something in you right now.